The U.S. labor market looked pretty strong in June. Payrolls were up 222,000, more than expected. The unemployment rate was 4.4%, still close to a 16-year low, and people are coming off the sidelines and finding work. It's all strong except for one thing. Wages just aren't rising any faster than they have been for 18 months now. The question is, why? We're going to break it all down for you with one of Bloomberg's crack economists today on Benchmark. I'm Scott Landman, an economics editor with Bloomberg in Washington. And I'm Daniel Moss from Bloomberg View in New York. Wait, Dan, that's actually a new role for you. Tell, tell us a little bit more about it. It is a new role. I'm moving from behind the scenes to a little bit more of a consumer-facing role. I'll be writing some columns uh, about the global economy, and I will be helping generally uh, deepen our coverage of the wonderful world of economics from Bloomberg View, our commentary and analysis section. And the good news is you're still going to be continuing to be my co-host on Bloomberg Benchmark, right? From my perspective, it's great news. We'll have to ask the listeners how they feel. <laughs> Excellent. Well, joining us now in our New York studio with Dan is Yelena Shulietieva, senior U.S. economist with Bloomberg Intelligence. Yelena, thanks for spending time with us today. It's my pleasure. All right. So, Yelena, it's another first Friday of the month, another disappointing wage figure. What is going on here and, and why can't the average American catch a break with seeing a little bit more money in their wallet? Well, uh, you're right. Uh, job gains are ongoing, uh, but uh, we don't see uh, that much of a pickup in wages. So average hourly earnings are rising, but only slowly. And that is uh, not particularly great news for the consumer, because you really need to see your wages uh, grow uh, to be able to, uh, you know, go there and spend it all. So the economy is greatly dependent on the consumer. And the consumer are not getting uh, as much uh, of an income growth as they would like. Let's drill down there a little bit. The US economy has been growing for eight years, though it may sometimes not seem like it. The unemployment rate is low by historical standards. At this point in previous episodes in history, wages are starting to go through the roof. What's happening? Why is that broken? Uh, it is happening because there is so much slack in the labor market. Still, even Still, with 4.4% unemployment. Absolutely, because some people are working part-time, but they really want to work full-time. And that is creating a, an extra slack in the labor market. Some people are looking for a job, but maybe they're not looking as hard as they used to. And there are... Uh, uh, really good reasons for that. So there is still a lot of uh, people who really want to work more, but they can't. Let's not get too downbeat, folks. I, I mean, you still have some really good numbers here that show something in the labor market is clicking, even if the wages aren't going up so much. Uh, some of the figures that we found show people are coming off the sidelines. People who, who were not looking for work are suddenly getting jobs. Uh, isn't that good also for consumer spending, even if you're not getting as much of a, a, a fast gain in people's wallets? Absolutely. And uh, today's report actually indicated an increase in aggregate hours worked. So people worked more hours, even though they were not getting paid uh, 
too much more, uh, they are still working a little bit more. There are more jobs out there. So in aggregate, that means growth in income, in personal income, is uh, slightly uh, moving higher. So again, this will suggest that consumer spending in turn will also move higher this year. So it's positive for the consumer and it is positive for the economy overall. Look, I don't want to sound like a wet blanket. And Scott, you're absolutely right. There was plenty of good news in this jobs report. But I want to get back to the wages thing because for modern policymaking history, let's say post-1945, okay, at least there's been this idea, this prevailing wisdom that once the unemployment rate gets this low, things are supposed to start happening. Wages are supposed to be starting to, if not explode, definitely get moving. And, you know, you could argue around the margins there's some movement there, but the numbers today certainly don't look like it. Again, is this model broken? So without getting into the weeds of the Phillips curve and uh, a lot of uh, other economists' jargon, uh, what it really means is that this uh, business cycle is different from the previous business cycles. And yes, indeed, uh, the declines in the unemployment rate don't translate uh, in uh, wage pressures that are really rising. So what it means for uh, the consumer, for a regular American, is that uh, actually, it raises questions about job insecurity. So think about it this way. So uh, if uh, the employer lets somebody go, they can easily replace this person with somebody else and uh, they don't need to pay an extra buck to uh, actually hire this uh, other person. So you can easily replace people and uh, you can easily fire people so that actually means a little bit more job insecurity for a regular American. All right. Hold that thought, Elena. When we come back after a quick message from our sponsor, I'd like to ask what this means for President Trump. Elena, President Trump has talked a lot about the phony unemployment rate, even though he seems to have walked that back a little bit. Uh, the fact that there are millions and millions of people who uh, are on the sidelines and still want a job, but haven't been able to get it in this environment. Is he going to see this latest report as a success or in some other way? Well, the message from the U.S. economy to President Trump and to, well, any policymaker is that the economy is doing great and probably now is the best time to do something in terms of potential economic growth. So you can easily uh, work on things like infrastructure spending, uh, the comprehensive tax reform, things that were discussed quite substantially uh, on the campaign trail, but we still lack any progress on that front. So now it's the perfect time to, to work on those uh, initiatives because, again, the economy is doing uh, great, uh, in a sense, even though we don't see that much of a uh, wage pressures. But uh, overall, we are in a very uh, sweet spot. So just do something uh, about the potential growth of the economy so that in future years, uh, we can continue to grow uh, solidly. Now, earlier in this conversation, you twice referred to regular Americans. I want to pull the lens back just a little bit. 
The full employment versus low wage growth phenomenon is not unique to this country. If you look pretty much across the G7, uh, and in some countries that are not part of the G7, same phenomenon is being observed. So again, I'm just thinking about this model. Look at Germany, look at the United Kingdom, look at Japan. What is going on here? Still no wages. So it's not just here. I don't think the model is broken. It just probably what, takes longer uh, for wage pressures to emerge. So maybe the natural rate of unemployment is lower than uh, many economists think. So it's not directly observable. So we know that uh, in the US, in the latest uh, uh, summary of economic projections, uh, policymakers revised the natural rate of unemployment. So uh, that means maybe we need to go even further down in terms of the unemployment rate to see a meaningful uh, pickup in wages. Uh, I don't think the uh, the model is broken. Uh, it's probably bent, but uh, it, and it will just take a little bit more time uh, for wage uh, pressures to pick up. So you don't think we should go looking for it the way we're looking for Jimmy Hoffa's grave. I mean, it's there somewhere, right? <laughs> somewhere, but uh, I don't think I don't think we need to uh, just uh, say that's it uh, yet. At least I think we can wait uh, a couple of uh, quarters, maybe, uh, to see some pickup. In fact, uh, the um, modest, but it is still a pickup in in wages and uh, income growth is rising and it's trending higher. So, uh, for example, income is growing at uh, 4.5% now versus uh, below 4% in the beginning of the year. It's a modest pickup, but it's still a pickup. So we'll have to wait a little bit uh, longer and be a little bit more patient to see wage pressures. Yelena, the policymakers who pull the levers of the economy at the Federal Reserve uh, have been talking about raising interest rates further later this year and next year. They're going to start rolling off their balance sheet. Uh, all these things are going to probably make it more expensive for average Americans to buy a car or buy a house. Now, when they look at this report, do they see everything as hunky-dory or are they going to say, well, wait a minute, wages still aren't going up. Maybe we should put on the brakes on our plans here. Well, uh, the Fed is worried about uh, financial conditions. So uh, financial conditions have become much, much easier. So you see a pickup in stock prices, and uh, that is um, making them a little bit uncomfortable. So they want to tighten policy. And uh, the employment uh, goal that they have is telling them, yes, go ahead and do it. They are missing on their inflation target. So inflation is still not picking up. It's still below 2%. And that is really a big puzzle because uh, this has to pick up uh, with unemployment rate going down. So what they're telling us is that it's just a temporary thing and uh, that uh, the um, slowdown in inflation is transitory, to use their language. So... Uh, we think that uh, it is transitory indeed, but more in a medium term. So we will see wage pressures and we will see inflation pressures, but it's just going to take a little bit more time than policymakers and uh, uh, like usual models, usual economic models are telling us. So 
policymakers will continue to tighten policy, but only gradually. Uh, Bloomberg Intelligence uh, is expecting that's another you, rate hike. Right? Yes, that's us, economists on, at Bloomberg Intelligence here. Uh, we are expecting uh, another rate hike probably by the end of the year. But before that, uh, we think that the Fed will start unwinding their balance sheet. They really want to start the process before Chair Yellen's term uh, expires in February of next year. Lest we get too lost in the weeds, I just want to come back to this wages issue again. Our colleagues Patricia Layer and David Flatley published a story uh, this week saying that actually recruitment firms are having a bumper year and people are prepared to pay up to get people. So is it a case of people in their existing jobs basically just need to demand more? Oh, like maybe they workers are- arise. I know you grew up in Russia. Dust off your linen, right? Workers arise. What more do you have to lose but your chains? Could it be as simple as that? It could be a chicken and egg problem, you know? Like the more people see wage increases, the more they feel comfortable about uh, leaving, sticking their necks out and demanding a higher uh, job pay, right? So uh, we need to see a little bit more of an increase in wages and uh, participation will also increase. So people who are on the sidelines right now, they might, uh, again, they might come out and say, okay, maybe I should be looking for a job and that will uh, sp- continue in a spiral. So a bit of. more inflation would be a good problem to have. And the key word here is a bit more. So uh, that's that's what the Fed wants. Definitely an issue that we can come back to again and again. Yelena, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your wisdom today. Thank you. Benchmark will be back next week. And until then, you can find us on the Bloomberg Terminal, Bloomberg.com, our Bloomberg app, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, and Stitcher. While you're there, take a minute to rate and review the show so more listeners can find us. And let us know what you thought of the show. You can follow me on Twitter at, at Scott Landman. Dan, you are at Moss underscore Eco. Benchmark is produced by Sarah Patterson. The head of Bloomberg Podcast is Alec McCabe. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Thank you.